you're listening to Take It Personally, a podcast about the personal side of business and the art of standing out. Hello, and welcome back to Take It Personally. Thanks for joining me today. My name is Maddie Pashong, and I am your host. I'm really excited you're here. I've got a great episode for you today with Melissa Ike of ME Fitness, Me Fitness. And I, so I met Melissa um, when she actually hired me for a branding session. And by the time we had finished with the branding session, I knew that I wanted to work with her in some capacity. And so a couple months later, I actually hired her to, I'm losing my voice a little bit, you guys, so I'm sorry about that. You'll just have to bear with me. Um, but I, I knew that I wanted to work with her. And so I hired her a couple months later as, um, a a nutritionist basically, because I had been working out pretty consistently since May. Um, and by this point it was July or August, And I really hadn't, I felt good, um, but I really hadn't seen any results. And since I was going from basically no workouts to, you know, pretty, two pretty, pretty difficult um, workouts like twice a week, I thought that that was a little strange and probably because my nutrition wasn't very good. And so I started working with Melissa and she's just been absolutely wonderful. She is such a great person to talk to when it comes to health and fitness and setting goals and being realistic with yourself, but also pushing yourself. Um, She just has so much to offer. And so I'm really excited to have her on the podcast today. I know that probably the majority of people listening are busy women, whether you're a mom, whether you are a wife, whether you are single, whether you work inside or outside the home, um, whatever it might be. As women, we constantly have 37 balls in the air that we are juggling. I think in the episode I say 12, but let's be honest. We're constantly doing so much and we have a tendency to put ourselves last. And Melissa makes this great point that if you don't have your health, you don't have anything. And it's so true. So I'm really excited for you guys to listen to this episode today. She gives us a couple of really good tips to bring that focus back to ourselves um, in a way that still like really honors our family and puts our family, uh, sets our family up for success too. And then she also has a great freebie that she mentions in the episode. And I will also mention um, at the end of the episode. So enjoy. Melissa, thank you so much for joining me today on Take It Personally. Well, thanks for having me. Yeah, I'm pumped that you're here. So I would love to start out uh, with just kind of hearing a little bit about yourself, who you are and what you do, all that good stuff. Yeah, so um, Melissa Ike is my full name, and I am a registered nurse by day, and then I also run an online fitness and nutrition business. Um, I also have three kiddos that are 11, 9, and 3, a very busy husband, a couple of doodles, and I also compete. So I compete in the NPC as a hobby, but um, my main focus is the fitness and nutrition and building a lifestyle out of it. So how did you get to where you are now? How did you, how did the health and fitness world mm-hmm. kind of like pique your, pique your interest? Yeah. So, um... You know, probably around 10-ish years ago, probably a little more than that. So I, you know, and everything happens um, for you, not to you. Um, About 10 years ago, I got married when I was really young, um, had a baby right away, and then um, immediately got, had postpartum depression and anxiety, 
Um, and then my marriage ended. And so soon after that, I started to just go to the gym and notice that my anxiety levels were, I could deal with them if I was working out. Um, it just made it much more manageable. Um, and then I would work out on a consistent basis, but I really never figured out the nutrition for quite some time. And I struggled back and forth, yo-yo dieting and choosing quick fixes and gaining weight and losing weight and going through all of those regular struggles that I think we all as women go through. Um, and then my mom got really sick with breast cancer and, um, and then she, did pass away about seven years ago. And so I made it my mission to figure out how to take the best care of myself. And I did that through nutrition. And so I started lifting weights um, consistently, building my strength to make sure that my body is as strong as I can make it. Um, and then fueling my body for my workouts and for myself and for my family so that I can show up every day. Um, I truly believe that the gateway to health and being happy is through your nutrition. It's not necessarily like how many times you exercise a week or how much you're exercising. It's really the food that you're putting into your body um, so that you have the energy that you need every day for yourself. So it sounds like a lot of where you are now is because of mm -hmm. things that have happened in your life. So if you were to look back, you know, 10, 15 years ago, where did you think you would be? Like, what did you want to go to school for? What did you go to school yeah. for? That kind of thing. Yeah, I went to school for nursing and okay. I still love, I love nursing and I still work my day job as a nurse. Um, and I don't think I would, I don't, I'm not ever, I don't see myself ever giving that up because it's ingrained in me. It's dear to my heart and it's something I worked so hard for. Um, it also gave me like that base knowledge that I needed, um, to kind of step out and do my fitness and nutrition. I felt like I went into it a little more confident than I would have if I didn't have that background in nursing and really understand, um, the human physiology. And so, um, that was a great base for me. And then I just realized as a nurse, I don't really love sick people. <laughs> I figured that out quickly. And even as a nurse, I work in medical aesthetics. So it's not like I'm taking care of sick people. I would, I promote wellness and that's really where my niche is, is I just want to see people live their biggest, fullest, healthiest, wellest life that they can. And that's where I fit in. Yeah. When you put it like that, nursing and the health and fitness world that you're also living in really go together super well. Yeah. Yeah, they do for sure. And I've always worked in women's health. Mm -hmm. um, I was a labor and delivery nurse initially, and then I went into OBGYN clinic, and then I went into medical aesthetics, which is primarily women, especially in our area. So I've always had a background in women's health, and um, my niche for fitness and nutrition is women. Mm -hmm. um, I don't train any men really at all online or in person, and, um, and I don't claim to. So always having that background in working with women um, and understanding them has helped me so much like in the medical field and then going towards like what is your daily life like and helping you find how to incorporate everything totally I love that so speaking of working with women what are some of the biggest struggles that you see women having when it comes to their health and fitness mm -hmm. especially this time of year you know there I feel like Throughout the year, there's different things that kind of come up with my clients um, here and there. This time of year, it's really um, all or nothing mindsets. You're like, well, the holidays are coming up. 
Um, I can't stick to a diet. I can't stick to a plan. So I'm just going to eat everything I see and go (laughs) with that plan for the next couple of months. And so, um, the all or nothing mindset, just saying like, oh, if I can't do it right now, I can't do anything right now. And that's so, that's not true. And that's not what makes us a a well-rounded, healthy individual. The ups and downs throughout your day, your week, your month, your year are what create health problems for us and what creates inconsistency. And then also creates that in your mindset that you can't do it. Um, And so I find a lot of women um, just, have trouble following through because of the inconsistencies and the inability to build the good habits. It's an interesting thing because I feel like a lot of the women that I'm surrounded by too, like we, we own really awesome businesses or we're doing really well at work and like we're really good at, at setting and accomplishing goals in like all other areas of our life. But when it comes to health and fitness or health and nutrition, like it's just, it is that, I don't know if it's a limiting belief or, you know, doing it really well for a week and then falling off the rails a little bit and being like, okay, well that's done now. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, something I truly believe in is that if you don't have your health, you don't have anything. You might be surviving right now, but it's not going to last. And I can say that honestly from the bottom of my heart, it's not going to last. There's going to come a point when either your health is going to just go down the, can I swear, down the shitter. Yes. (laughs) It's going to go down the shitter Um, sooner or later. It's something's going to catch up to you. So you can either take care of it now when you're healthy and things are going well, and then you'll you'll see that it, it carries over into your business, into your family, and it, everything. If you don't have that base, you know, think back to science class, a hierarchy of well-being. You have to have that base, that physical, you know, the health before you can really, like, make it to the top. So if that is your goal, if you want to keep growing and building wherever you are in your life, your business, your family, like, you have to have your health. You, I mean, it's going to catch up to you. So I have, I've just noticed recently because it's become more of a focus for myself. I've noticed that so many of like the big business coaches, the people who who are speaking on these big stages, like they don't just talk about business, personal development, but they talk about your body too. And how it's so important that your body is in really good condition because the rest of it stems from there. Absolutely. Like for sure. Um, Because if you, you can't be expected for your mind to grow if your body is stuck and if you're not fueling it properly so that, I mean, it just goes to back to like basic physiology. Your cells aren't going to be working properly, which means your brain's not working properly. Um, I know personally, if I'm, if I'm struggling with creativity in my business, um, I can tap into it so much more when I'm moving my body. So if I'm at the, at the gym, I always write down my workouts. So I always have pen and paper with me at the gym. But that's when my creativity really comes mm, is when I'm yeah. moving my body. And even though I can't like work because I'm in the gym, but I write down all my ideas, like what comes to me and what, um, what, you know, what is the next thing I'm going to work on or some, you know, something random I didn't even know would be a good idea that just pops in my head. Mm-hmm. You get that blood moving, your brain starts moving, and it just all kind of flows nicely. But absolutely, you, you need to have your health. So what tips do you have for busy women, whether it's 
stay-at-home moms or working moms or people who are building a business or people who go to an office job every day. I think Mm -hmm. especially for women, like we're constantly, we've constantly got 12 balls that we're juggling in the air and it can just be hard. And unfortunately, a lot of the time taking care of ourselves becomes the last priority. Mm -hmm. So what are some things that we can be doing to try and like bring that focus back to ourselves? Yes. Um, So the first one is always plan ahead. And I preach this day in and day out. You have to plan ahead because if you think that good choices are going to come and just sit on your lap, you're wrong. And I'll ask you how that's been working for you in the past. And I guarantee you it hasn't been working if it's an issue for you. So always plan ahead. Um, Look at your schedule. Everyone thinks they're so busy and we are busy and I'm not um, undermining that, but look at your schedule honestly and see like, what can you do to get 30 minutes of movement in? That's like a minimum of what we should be doing. 30 minutes. Um, It doesn't have to be a crazy cardio workout session. Go outside and go for a walk. Something you need to move your body. Um, and I just heard recently, like the average American spends 30 minutes on Facebook a day and that's just Facebook and like social media entirely is at 90 minutes. And that's like, if you would just like cut that in half, like you have, there's your workout more than what you even need. So like, look at your schedule and where are you spending your time authentically and, um, see where you can fit that in. So um, me personally, a lot of times it ends up being right away in the morning because um, my family is still sleeping and I don't feel like I'm missing time from them. I have my, I have a lot of equipment at home and I've just been able to slowly add to it. And that way I can always make sure that I don't, even if my kids are sick and my husband's gone, like I can still move my body. Um, and even just getting some like cheap dumbbells to have at home, like something, cause you know, you need to plan for what's going to get in your way for your workouts. Cause there's always going to be something getting in the way. So you need to plan for that too. Mm-hmm. And then, um, the most important part is the nutrition. So always plan your nutrition on the weekends, um, rain or shine, busy or not busy, traveling or not traveling. I order my groceries. I have them in my house and I prep my meals, um, for myself and my family. And um, I usually do it on Sunday, and that will be ready to go for Monday and Tuesday. And then Wednesday, I'll plan again, and I'll do another little meal prep for the rest of the week. Um, That way, it breaks it up a little bit, and you're not eating, like, um, nasty leftovers on Friday. Because by Friday, you're sick of what you made last week, and it it really doesn't taste good by that point. So set yourself up for success and not for failure. Um, Because if you know you're not going to eat it, then what's the point? Then you are wasting your time. Um, so make sure that you um, plan ahead and you know when you're going to be cooking those meals because everyone knows Sundays they fly and mm-hmm. you're like, what happened? The, I blinked and the day is over, the whole weekend is over, and you got nothing done. So make sure that you do it, plan it, write it down in your schedule, whatever you need to do. I've seen you share before that you do prep on Sunday and Wednesday, and mm-hmm. that has made a big difference in my own mindset because I was thinking that I had to do all this prep on Sunday and it was so overwhelming and I'm not going to like it by Friday anyway. And what if it goes bad and whatever. And I don't know why I had it in my head. I had, it was one day a week. And so then just reminding myself like, okay, like on, on Sunday I'm doing these days. And then on Wednesday I can kind of regroup and do the rest of the week. Like that's made such a difference. Yes, it does. And you're just more likely to eat it. Cause I've done, I mean, I've, you know, I teach because I've made these mistakes before 
where yeah Friday you're like I'm over it and it's the weekend I kind of want to let loose and Mm -hmm. this meal sounds like garbage so (laughs) I'll just see what else I can possibly find that's always gonna sound better at the time so you know be realistic and be honest with yourself if you're like I'm probably not gonna eat this or if in the past you have consistently not been eating the meals you're making you need to find something else that's gonna work for you Mm -hmm. Um, so plan for success and not for failure Um, Another tip I have is um, tracking your food intake. It's it's been proven scientifically through many studies that um, to track your intake and I am a big advocate for it. Um, A lot of people tracking their food seems overwhelming, but as women, adult women, we should know what we're putting in our bodies. We should be able to be honest about the nutritional content in our foods. It's something that I think should be taught in elementary school, and I don't know why it's always a secret on what teaching people what is actually in your food and what you actually need. Um, so once you start to learn what's in your food and you can see it each time you're eating something, you're just you're creating that accountability for yourself and you're teaching yourself. I mean, there's no, no better gift than education, and if you can educate yourself about the food, about what you need, um, then you're giving yourself a, lo- a lifelong gift. And then you can teach it to your kids and you can, they can teach it to their kids instead of pretending like I'm not going to know what's in this and I don't want to feel bad for eating this. So why do you feel bad? Um, why are you tying an emotion to this food? That's a whole other mm-hmm. podcast, but <laughs> it's just being honest. And I, I think every woman, every man, every child on this earth should know what the what's in the food that we're eating. What's the nutritional content? It's not a secret. It's out there, and it's time that you um, are you know be honest with yourself on what you're eating. So, tracking your food intake and being consistent with it. Um, even through the holidays, even if you've like had a potluck or whatnot, you know, still track it and see approximately what you had. There's no um, guilt with it. There shouldn't be guilt with it, but you should still be honest with yourself and what you ate. Um, another tip I have, which I'm really starting to become in tune with myself, is paying attention to what time you're eating during the day um, and sticking to the same schedule as consistently as you can. Um, and not eating for three hours before you go to bed. Interesting. Why is that? Um, So as you get ready for bed and as um, the sun goes down, which is like 12 o'clock p.m. here, so (laughs) seriously. (laughs) Um, But as the sun goes down, your melatonin levels go up um, and your insulin sensitivity goes down. So you actually have um, more trouble converting um, that food into fuel and it's more likely to be stored as fat because your body's not um, moving that sugar out of your bloodstream and into like muscles are being utilized Um, and it's just due to your hormones so as your melatonin levels elevate your sensitivity to insulin goes down and so it's not utilized as well as it would be earlier in the day when you're exposed to daylight Um, and during the day we're moving more we're using more energy and um, each cell in our body has, uh, it's called circadian rhythm. Mm-hmm. So um, the circadian rhythm is um, basically goes to the sunlight and the, um, the moonlight or the nighttime. And um, so each cell in our body um, 
is has its own circadian code so it knows when to turn on and when to turn off and if we stick to the same rhythm every day our digestion our strength our um, just everything in our body it moves much smoother than if we're yo-yoing around each day and then we get kind of stuck so um, you'll find that you sleep better if you stop eating about three hours before you typically go to bed so lately my last meal has been um Usually the latest is like 5 p.m., which oh, wow. sounds really strange, but I've it's helped my sleep tremendously. I'm able to fall asleep. Like I Lately, I haven't even been able to stay awake past 9, which you're like, why do you want to go to bed so early? Well, I wake up at like 4 or 5 yeah. a.m., so I do need to go to bed that early, um, and my family is asleep by then anyway, so I try to get as much sleep in as I can. Um, but yeah, I'm able to sleep better, harder, quicker, um, and then I start my day at like 5-ish a.m. where I start eating then. And then I'm usually done by 5 p.m. at the latest. So. I did intermittent fasting mm-hmm. for a while just because my body kind of fell into it naturally. Um, and I haven't done it now for a while. Uh, but I did notice that when I was doing it, I was surprised at like how well I was sleeping mm-hmm. and um, just like food wasn't overwhelming my thought process as much. Cause it was like, this is my window where I eat the rest of the day. I'm not eating. Mm-hmm. There you go. Like, yeah. I don't know. It just kind of like frees up that space. Yes, for sure. And so I focus more on for myself, um, mostly because I, I, I'm always concentrating on my strength and trying to build my muscle. Um, but I focus more on, so there's two ways you can look at it. It's time, um, restricted feeding. And then, intermittent fasting they're this they are just the opposite of each other so one focuses on when you're eating and then the other one focuses on when you're fasting so they both um have great benefits they both have different things too that are um you know like downfalls of them Mm -hmm. but they're different ways to look at it so i look at more like when am i eating and this is the time that i eat and there's studies that um, the best window to eat is between 8 and 12 hours Mm -hmm. a day and then so no more than 12 hours because you need to give your body um, enough time to basically heal Mm -hmm. and that 12 hour window is really what your whole digestive system needs to heal so um, yeah yeah that makes a lot of sense yeah I've been doing 10 I find that for myself 10 hours is best but I do find that it's also hard with a family because I um, get home in the evenings and I'm not usually eating with them. And so during the week, it's okay. Sometimes on the weekends, I'll go a little bit longer. But you also have to find what works for you. Yeah. So, yeah. One of the things that I've appreciated so much about working with you, and even before we started working together, like following you on social media, is that you're also a mom. And so yes. you get that life happens. Like I remember watching your stories last summer or something and you ended the day with an ice cream cone. And I was like, oh my gosh, <laughs> she's just like me. Yeah. <laughs> I just appreciate that because it's not this life of deprivation. It's just finding out what works for you and what like is going to fuel your body the best. Absolutely. Um, I end most days with an ice cream. God bless. Especially now that my competition season is over. That's like my my go-to of my cravings. I just like love ice cream. It's the best food ever. <laughs> and so does everyone in my family. So that's something that we always enjoy together. But yes. And so I have normal kids and I have a normal husband and they're not these crazy little healthy 
nuggets running around and my husband I actually just wrote in in like a blog post today I'm like my husband probably hasn't had a vegetable since 2012 (laughs) I'm just gonna be honest like I'm not changing the I'm not like this miracle worker that like and I have this perfect little healthy lifestyle like yes it's a huge part of my life um but my kids eat regular food I eat regular food um and my new thing right now, I have a, um, a freebie coming out, actually. It's called Macros for Moms. And so it's just to teach people that, you know, you your kids can eat what you're eating. And you can eat what your kids are eating. But the big thing I want moms to see is that your kids can eat what you're eating. Like, they can eat healthy foods. You don't have to make them a second meal. Mm-hmm. And stop doing that. That's crazy. Like, stop making two meals. You don't have time for that. You know yeah. that. So... Your kids should also learn the basis of nutrition. They should know that there is a, there are vegetables out there. And I think most moms do try to make that good effort. But then it's also, I mean, honestly, and I get it, it's just easier to make a box of mac and cheese because mm-hmm. they eat it. Um, and so I have the conversation with my kids every night. Like, you're not getting up until you try the, the stem of broccoli. And then you can get up. Do Are they eating, like you know five servings of broccoli absolutely not we still struggle with just take a bite and then you can get up but it's in front of them at least they see it they're trying it they're tasting it and recently i'll just say that maybe we're on a good streak it's been going better than what it has in the past and i'm just you know they just are expecting it now but um i definitely am have the same struggles as all other moms and i mean I think like a couple weeks ago, I'll just be honest. My kid just ate Halloween candy for an entire day. <laughs> His, he had a lot of behavior issues that day. But <laughs> That's how it always goes. Yes. You, you regret it after the fact. <laughs> but I'm not living a lifestyle that's not true to what everyone else is living. So, yeah. Well, you talked a little bit about the freebie you're creating, which mm-hmm. I am so excited about. And I would love to know just in general, what's getting you excited right now and what new projects you're working on. Yeah. So now I'm excited. I'm done competing for a while. I don't know when I'm going to compete again. Um, and so now I'm just really excited about getting back into the normal lifestyle and sharing that with others and what um, you know normal looks like. What is a normal diet look like? What should you be eating? How can you fuel your body? How can I make your life easier with your kids and your husband and feeding yourself and them? Um, I'm probably going to be working on some other options to be offering um, besides just one-on-one coaching because I know that's not fit for everybody and currently that's really all I offer right now. So I'm looking more at like maybe writing an ebook and doing some membership things um, just to get get resources out there for other women to know um, that it's, it's not hard. It's just taking action and making little steps and you can get there, but it's establishing those habits that you do every day um, so that you stop falling off and getting back on and that you're actually eating real food and you're not um, trying to find what can I quick do right now to make myself feel better and then three months later you feel worse. So Mm -hmm. those are the kinds of things I'm working on right now. (laughs) Where can people find you online? Um, My Instagram is at... Uh, me fitness and nutrition and my website is me fitness and nutrition.com awesome 
Yes. Well, thank you so much for being here. This was great. I have loved getting to know you and working with you. You have just so, I've learned so much from you that's really changed how I look at food and how I look at nutrition and exercise. So thank you so much. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much for listening to Take It Personally. You can find the show notes for this episode, which will include the freebie that Melissa mentioned, Macros for Moms, on TakeItPersonallyPodcast.com. Or you can head to MaddiePashong.com slash blog and search Take It Personally. If you guys have a minute, I would absolutely love if you would head over to the app store or wherever you get podcasts and leave us a review. It's an awesome way to see um, who's listening and how we can keep serving you in the best way by creating content that you love. So head on over there and give us a rating or review. Thank you so much. I'll see you next week.